Welcome, one and all. You have just discovered the Tom and Tover podcast experiment. First word in entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. We explore the mysteries of the universe, our minds, and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all that's possible. That was a quick one because, you know, it's kind of a part two of a, of a, uh, of a little series. Not really, but we started an episode yesterday. We couldn't finish it, really, because Chris has responsibilities outside of just being shitheads in our apartment <laughs> and just doing absolutely nothing with our lives. Total, total degeneracy. Just absolute degenerate bachelors in here. <laughs> well, it's a couple of wasteoids. Not really. We fucking just have ADHD. We that, do it. It causes a lot of problems. We do what we can. We're here. But Part we're, two. We're grinding. <clears throat> Yesterday's podcast, we covered many subjects, including the fall of the American Empire. Okay? Let's continue it, because it's always on my mind. I'm waking up thinking about you, it. Yeah, you I'm have dreaming like dreaming about it. You have a darker view of the outcome than I do. I have more of a positive view of the outcome. Because when in history has anything ever not just fallen into complete shit? Every empire that ever tries to do what America is doing right now rise up and be this industrial military mighty power that controls and influences the entire world can't be I good just, i just think call me crazy here's the deal and you know i'm just a fucking dude all right i'm not anything special i'm not yeah, a scientist are. i'm not like in that in that way um but <laughs> i think that when ai thank you you're special bro when AI, the AI problem that everyone's scared of, AI taking over, they give it like a humanistic view, like what would happen if a human reached super intelligence and they had some kind of like power complex and wanted to rule over all people. What if once an AI reaches like, um, you know, become, become sentient, what if it realizes like the benefits of good over evil? Yeah, sure, sure. There is probably a world where that happens, but most likely AI is gonna just not care about us. You know, we don't matter. Yeah, as but far right, as that goes, to me, to me, that point of view is anthropomorphizing AI. <clears throat> it's a consciousness. Wait, when did AI come into play? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, the end of the world will be coinciding with the rise of AI, most likely. And then you're right. It's probably not going to be what everyone expects it to be. You know, we're probably going to morph. Um, we already are morphing ourselves into digital beings. We have the, yeah. we're these cyborgs with these iPhones always on our side. Are if it's gone, <clears throat> we lose our shit. If I can't find my phone, I lose my mind. Truly, that's losing my an extension of my mind. Yeah. I've lost all my notes. I have hundreds of notes. 
I lose all my addresses. I lose all my phone numbers. If someone needs to talk to me, because we live in a world where if someone needs to get a hold of you and they can't get a hold of you, it's an issue. Mm -hmm. It's not like in in 1800s where you send a letter and just hope that they don't die of polio before they get it. Because <laughs> that's probably what's going to end up happening. You're not getting you're not getting a letter back. You know. Yeah. And if you do, it's a goddamn miracle. <laughs> I've waited a whole fortnight. You're writing for with a your reply. Letter. No, people need it now. Yeah. When are you coming in? When are you can you come in early? I texted Hello? you. Ringing the dinner bell. Ringing the dinner bell. Ringy dingy dingy. Hello, you there? I'm wake. I'm. Te- I texted you at six a.m. Yeah, Could people, you come in early? People Where think were they, you? That they own your time, and they that you owe them an explanation for why you didn't answer them. Yes, I don't like that. <clears throat> Not yeah, a, here's the a, thing about I'm not that. a texty collie guy. Right. I don't like it. And there's nothing on you. There's nothing wrong about that, you know? Um, I don't know what I was going to say, but here's another thing. I heard that the time to respond in a conversation in a conversation has changed over the last hundred years. So because of texting, because of computers, because of the instant, let's go now, now, now. Yeah. When we have conversations now, it's bing, 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 bing. People, people aren't thinking, you mm-hmm. know, it's like an energy caffeine yeah. fueled society. That's like, come on, hurry, get it now. Like people are getting smarter. We are, I think, pretty quick witted. And like the kids that I see, just Generation X, holy shit. Don't get into a verbal confrontation with them because they will end you. You mean Gen Z? Yeah, Gen Z. Sorry, I get them all mixed up. You You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. They're quick. Shout out to McDonald's, by the way. Yeah, we hit McDonald's breakfast before we hit. If you have an opportunity in life to hit... McDonald's breakfast, do it. Go for it. Go to a good one. Treat yourself. Go to one, like a freshly remodeled one. Now that they made all that money off of us from last year. Yeah. All the door dashing. They're reinvesting all that money. But McDonald's breakfast is like as American as you can get, you know? Even though it's everywhere. Even though McDonald's literally is like Rome right now, just taking over <laughs> the entire world, just spreading yeah. across Europe and By Africa, and large. <laughs> pushing into Mongolia now. Like, they're by and large following the war path of Rome. But here we are drinking our McDonald's iced coffee, which, by the way, is scrumptious. It's so good. It is very scrumptious. Like, we work, we, I do work at Starbucks. He's worked at Starbucks a time in his past. And we both enjoy what's happening with your, with your coffee, McDonald's. So thank you. Thank you. Thanks for your gifts and thanks for your tidings. I will drink you. Oh, you're already out. 
yeah. That was so good. Bro, this guy has a... You have a coffee problem. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't anymore, but you did. I used to really bad. But I see it. Like It's like, it's like giving an alcoholic who's beaten alcohol, you give them like a beer and they just like chug it immediately. <laughs> it's just gone. <laughs> You're just like, whoa, man. That had sweet stuff what in it. What was that? <laughs> it's just like, it's like 40 ounces just gone, bro. I need it. I need it now. No, caffeine. But is... sometimes I do like to sip it over like hours. Just yeah. I get in these modes sometimes where I'm, I'm just chugging. I'm a sipper of iced coffee. If I chug this, like, I'll start just, like, pooping my pants, truly. Like, I'll That's get this for. race car mentality where my brain's just going... And I'm just, like, anxiety and fear and turmoil. And then my bowels are just bubbling. The stuff is not good for you. <laughs> it is good for you. Is it? I think so. I think it is like, it does have some sort of digestion. I don't feel like, that's when I have too much of it. That's a problem. Coffee has a crazy history. Like if you drink a venti over, sometimes I'll only drink half of my venti Starbucks. I'll drink the one half one day and then the second half the next. It's perfect. Perfect amount of caffeine. Have you heard of Michael? Is it Michael Pollan? Yeah. Or Michael Pollan? Pollan. That's kind of funny that he's a plant expert and his name is Pollan. <laughs> like, come on. Though. He's an interesting guy. Yeah. And I like listening to him talk. He's like the the academic. He has like that academic way of talking, but you it's not annoying. Yeah. You want to listen to what he has to say. Like everything he's saying, you you just <clears> believe. <throat> It's yeah. like he's a it's like he's a book that you're reading. Yeah. It's what a book sounds like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no like missteps. Everything's been researched. Yeah. And you just if he told you something, you just believe it. <laughs> like you're just like, "Oh yeah, you know what you're talking about." Dude, if he was like in Beauty and the Beast or something, he would be <laughs> he would be one of the books. Yeah. Talking. <laughs> Look, Michael to research. Michael Pollan is a plant expert and like he's this, a treasure. <clears throat> this is something that like if you were to like if I were to tell myself this like oh you should look up Michael Pollan. He's a plant expert. I'd be like you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> plant expert? Like what do you mean plant expert? Like that's the farthest thing from my interest. But this guy isn't just like any any usual plant expert. He specializes in plant medicine. And um, he has gone deep into researching like certain psychedelics, ayahuasca, psilocybin, a lot of um, a lot of different stuff. But what I want to talk about was his take on caffeine because it's crazy. Caffeine, coffee itself has a crazy history. It was found, according to Sir Michael Pollan, it was found by a um, African sheep herder, apparently. And this dude, um, 
he would bring his sheep by these, or goats, by these bushes, and the goats would eat these berries and just go insane. Like, they would just start running around. They'd have just <laughs> such a weird reaction. <clears throat> and so he decided to, <clears throat> he decided to, I don't know if he brewed them or what he did, but he made some sort of something out of it and realized, holy shit, this stuff is crazy. Pretty potent. Yeah. So it spread from Africa into the Middle East, and the Middle East, I think, preserved it for a long time. Like, it didn't stray from the Middle East for very long. Mm -hmm. Or, uh, it didn't stray from the Middle East at all, really, until recent times. And, you know, in the United States, apparently, like, thinking back into the Civil War, like, revolution times, you know, during that span of history, they weren't drinking water. There was no water fountains to go drink from. There was no, like, community just stores that had stocked water that was fresh and cleaned for them. So what they would drink was beer because it was clean, fermented. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, the only thing they had. Children would drink cider, hard cider, and alcohol was the drink of choice until tea and coffee came around and this fueled the industrial revolution so it was working harder yeah and you can see that when coffee hits Europe um, that's when the renaissance started and like a lot of these big booms in culture are traced back to when coffee hits that, you know, area of society. But, um, Michael Pollan was also talking about the first coffee break and how, have you heard this? Oh, about the, uh, the like shop or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, um, they, I think it was during World War One or World War Two. they had all these men going off to war and the skilled laborers who were making a lot of these ties at this shop were now off to war. So they hired these old men. They didn't work out. They were too slow. Production was bad. So they hired these women to come and replace them and they worked perfectly. They made even better ones than before, but they could only do it for half the time because they had to go home and take care of their kids. Mm-hmm. They had all their responsibilities. And so they had to pump up production and they told them like, yo, if you give us 30 minutes to just chill, drink coffee, drink our tea, production will go up. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, it did. So if you think that your coffee break is for you, it's not. It's to just pump up production for your company. It's not for you. They would rather not give it to you. But yeah, they didn't give it to you before, but now it, it has proven to increase production. So might as well give them a little 10 minute here and there. Huh? What's huh? silly is it's so practical to run a business <clears throat> that is like kind and like boosts morale. Like it tries to make its employees happy. You yeah. get quality work out of them. <clears throat> Instead of like every, we need to we need to like we need to work. Yeah. Like things need to be made. Like roads need to be built, to be built, all that stuff. 
I'm not against that. But at the same time, I'm very against, like, just bad leadership within the workplace. Yeah. I think that they just introduced good, good leadership, allowing people to take breaks. People would be <clears throat> putting out quality work in a short amount of time because they would just have that, all that <clears throat> time for, like, relaxation and recovery. Yeah. And then, like, positive reinforcement from their superiors. They would have, like, the best work. But instead, they want things done now. They want you here on time. They want you clocking out on time. Yeah. Don't clock out for lunch before three hours because we got to pay you. Don't clock out later than five hours because we got to pay you. And we just want to make sure that we don't have to pay you too much. No overtime, but get all your work done. And it's all based off this stimulated, <clears throat> um, stimulated society that's just, one, addicted to caffeine highly addicted to caffeine mm-hmm. and two highly addicted to prescription medication so put those two together it's not great like one of the biggest things right now is like one of the biggest memes that i saw throughout this pandemic was um these these memes that were like you know getting ready with my morning breakfast and it'll have an iced coffee a jewel and like uh, a joint or like an adderall mm-hmm. you know and like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's what, that's what kids are living off of. Because when you grow, and I felt this as a kid, um, when you grow up in this generation, as a kid, you're trying to go through school and figure out like, what is this end goal? What is my end goal of being here? Like, so I'm going to school, I'm in my sophomore, junior, and senior year now, and I'm starting to realize that like this is gonna come to an end. So what's the goal in the end here? And I kind of lost my train of thought, but maybe it'll come back. What I've seen is that um, kids are just dosing themselves in order to get through this process Mm -hmm. and when I took Adderall as a kid which I did find a source for Adderall and kids are finding sources for Adderall it's very easy Mm -hmm. there's hundreds of kids in every school you go to that is being that are being given something most of the time it's Ritalin it's Adderall it's um I forgot what it's called but there's certain like smaller versions of those things that kids are taking and you can find it. You can easily find it. And when I started taking this in school, my grades were getting better and I started getting praise from my teachers and my family around me. I was taking illegal medication for me to be taking and I was getting praised for it. And you start to think as a kid, okay, I can, I can work on this stuff better than ever. I can think on this stuff better than ever. I can, um, I can achieve all of these things that everyone wants me to do within like a month. I can get my grades back. I can get, you know, all this stuff is easily attainable. And so when you're on these, truly your end goal, like I said before, what is the end goal of all this? It's just to keep going. 
The mm -hmm. stimulant, it makes you feel good to do things. Mm -hmm. So when you're taking this stuff every day, you don't have <clears throat> any sort of end goal. And so as a child, we've been drilled into this rep, just this pattern of thinking to where you're just a mindless work ant. Mm-hmm. That's taking this drug that fuels your work at um, qualities in you that are already there, you know? Yeah. Like, we all have the capability to be a work ant or a lion. Like, I truly believe that. And they want, you know, there's people in this world who run massive companies who would rather see the population of this world turn into work ants for them rather than being this free society that runs around in the forest. Like, let or me put another thing into some of their wealth with. I was just throwing that in there. Go ahead. Um, um, so like just a job, for instance, just having a job. How new is that in the United States? What regions of the United States started giving out people these jobs where did that come from so like looking at the united states a couple hundred years ago half of it was owned by not owned but freely roamed and reigned by native americans who didn't have jobs who had roles in society to contribute to their tribe and that you know it worked out just fine for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Mm -hmm. But then this industrial force comes over with their horses and their metal and their clickety clanks and their guns. And we manufacture this and we manufacture that so that we can manufacture these boats so that we can come over and just <clears throat> kill and take and manufacture more. In reality, it's just trying to find more resources to fuel this machine. We're just coming across the sea to find more resources. What does this have to offer me? Give, give, take, 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 give it, give it, give it. And we've started this thing that has not been something that has been in this world for very long. And that is this industrial workforce, yeah. this corporate entity that is now ruling the world alongside government. Which, <clears throat> yeah. Very new. The 40-hour work week, like, that's that was made in the 19th century, 20th century, 1900s. Not that long ago. The, the, the myth of, like, I don't know if it's a myth or fact, but um, Hitler creating kindergarten. That's, that whole story is based off of how um, some... I don't know the whole story. I don't want to Hitler butcher it, but it. Kindergarten was not around before Hitler, and it was a place to indoctrinate them even younger. You know? Oh, wow. So we just kept it around. <laughs> like, we kept adding grades. We kept adding, you. oh, no, now they need to know this. Now they need to know that. Oh, now we have this workforce, so we need to install this in these mm -hmm. kids. You have the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s. And then now it's all... When I was going to school, they were they were telling us, you know, bullshit like don't use your calculator. Don't You need to learn cursive. Mm -hmm. You know, all this stuff that now they're completely shoving out of the 
the school system, you know. Yeah. People, Towards the end. <clears throat> people come up to you all distraught. They don't even teach cursive anymore in school. Yeah. What do you use cursive for besides looking Read. nice and neat on your Christmas cards? Dude. Yeah. But there's also this. Honestly. They don't want us... So, this is something that I've heard. They don't want us to be able to read cursive so that we can't know what the documents say as far as the Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence. Nobody... Like, Evan, who's 17, who I work with, he doesn't know how to read cursive. If I put cursive in front of him... He literally has no clue what it says. It's another language to him. He doesn't even know. Like, I'm like, bro, that's a C. That's the same thing. A C looks like a C. Mm-hmm. E looks like an E. Yeah. Oh, this little thing looks kind of like an F. What is that? Yeah. And so, like, to them, they see it as this, oh, oh, no, I never learned that. Oh, <laughs> squiggles and loops. Yeah, squiggles and hoopy doops. He said they all look the same. It looks like you're just doing a bunch of circles. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. This is crazy because now you can't read documents, can you? Old documents. I don't know if that's going to be a problem or not, but a lot of people are concerned about that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> They'll fucking figure it out. Yeah, I'm not. If they figured out hieroglyphics, they can figure out cursive that's based off the same goddamn alphabet. But can they? Everything yeah. is based off of not every the Gen knowledge that comes from on high. The knowledge that comes from the more knowledgeable, which is the... Oh, where did you get that information? Did you get it from an unhigh scholar? Oh, was that from a Harvard professor? Or was that from... You know, like yeah. everything has to be cut. Like you got to get your site. You got to cite it. You got to get your resources. Everyone wants to know where. So, you know, what you should right now, basically what I'm saying is that like later on, if nobody knows how to read cursive, there could be this dude who just mistranslates this shit mm-hmm. or translates it a little bit different. Every couple of years, it changes a couple of words, and then we have this situation like farm. the Bible. It's like an animal farm where they change their little constitution slowly. Yeah, I don't know. We're getting deep into some other shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I don't know. I think it'll all turn out for the best. The world's getting more bizarre and wacky and things just don't make sense anymore and that can only mean one thing humanity's headed towards something that we've never seen before in our entire history here on earth yeah this one's a little different we're heading out to the stars my man my whole take on destruction sorry what's up that's it oh the destruction of society is that like Every single society who has ever been destroyed, literally destroyed, um, all the citizens thought, oh my God, this is the end of the world. Rome, when Rome fell, this is the end of the world. They're taking over. They're taking over our empire. Everything we've worked so hard for is now gone by these, 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 who was it that took over Rome? The 
Uh, I don't know. They're bar. They're something barbaric. Britons? No. Goth. The Visigoths. Goth. The Visigoths. Oh yeah, yeah. So they, the Visigoths, take over Rome, and all every single Roman at that time is probably just, well, society is done, and after that comes the Dark Ages. They didn't know after Rome when they destroyed the 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 irrigation canals they didn't know how to do that again nobody knew how to do that again that was lost no one else had that for a long 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 time it took them a long time to figure that out and so many things including like the burning of the library of alexandria so much knowledge lost countless mega cities burned to the ground countless tribes like the tribe of israel cornered and killed off by the romans like no matter what happens everyone goes it's like the dog at the door whenever you leave the house they just think oh they're never coming back we're leaving ah and they'll literally rip up your house a dog will rip up your entire house out of pure panic and that's what people do shit goes down and they start burning targets they start going around and rioting and flipping cop cars and that's what it is it's just this the world is not ending people are fucked okay mm-hmm. the world is not ending people are reacting in a way in which they think they need to react when things like this happen it's happened time and time again throughout history you know yeah there's there's no there's not it's the end of your world yeah it's the end of these it's the end. It's the end of the individual's world, depending but on their perspective. But if is you have, this that one? I don't know. Like, because now the whole world is involved, right? I'm just a. I'm a firm believer in reality is what you make it. No matter how big it is, it can be. Well, that's like. Hopefully you have a good reality, you know? Exactly. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, it's true. Because the world is, is always in it, chaos. But... The world is always in chaos. There's parts of the world going on right now where it is... There what are if... bombs and death and terror going on every single day. That the thing, the very thing that we're afraid of is happening and has been happening certain areas of the world for decades especially in like Africa and the Middle East that's why I don't think it's the end of anything I think my real vision of what's going to happen is we think this is so crazy right now but it's just the pinhead of the new installment of like just how people are going to be living their life for the rest of probably like a few thousand years from now to where people are they're going to be born into this world where genetic modifications and things like Neuralink are common just like the internet is common to us people thought that they literally said when I was a kid that TV and the internet is going to melt your brain going to kill your brain cells it's going to melt your brain it's going to turn you violent 
So like the yeah. same things happening with the Neuralink, the same, any technology that comes out is too much for the generation before. And the new generation is going, gimme, 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 gimme. I want it now. Gimme Neuralink, please. I want to be a super <laughs> cyborg. And they've been prepped and primed by TV shows. And you know, we're, what's really going to happen is we are going to live in a utopia. We are going to live in this world that is being created right now that is full of corporations, government, rich people, and the poor of this world are unideal to the people who are up top. Like we've seen how Bill Gates plans to uh, control population. This was, he's had speeches before any of the pandemic, before any of this, talking about how to control this population problem. He's been a huge, huge population guy for a long time. Mm -hmm. This is not new. He's always been talking about climate change and decreasing the population. People were scared of him before the, this pandemic because of these things. This guy wanted to shoot rockets into the sky to... Um, to send out dust plumes to reverse global UV warming. Rays. Yeah. UV rays causing global warming. So he has these outlandish ideas and he's now been given the key to the world somehow. He he played with the right cards. He hung out with Epstein the right amount of times. A lot. To be able to give be given this key to the world to where he can go on CNN and tell you and your family what to do as far as medication goes. He's a software programmer. He's a software programmer, guys. Do you not realize that these guys are just guys who just grew up in America and they got good at one thing and then now they have the key to the world. Yeah. You gave it to them. He, <clears throat> he's really good at executing things getting things done but Steve Jobs used to troll him all the time it was always one step ahead of him and you know as we see Steve Jobs is now dead his rival tycoon is dead mm-hmm. um, really anybody um, anybody that goes up against this guy loses and he's gotten you know, people like him, they wear their su- their little sweaters, right? Mm-hmm. I wore my little sweater. Oh, look at me, I'm just... I couldn't like, hurt a fly. Oh, really? It's just like... I couldn't hurt a fly. These guys are insane. Mm-hmm. They believe there's a certain level of ego that you can gain that I... You know, you just get a small dose of throughout like, your look, life. Look at that Netflix documentary. Oh my God. I could not sit through that bullshit. And this was before I really knew any of this stuff about him and and being into vaccines and all the weird shit he does. Just thinking like, dude, this is like fluffing this guy up to be a genius and he really isn't. He's just like a... Yeah, they're all walking around in the forest like for two hours talking about how great he is. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Mm, Cheeseburger. Mm, I don't know. 
I'm right. just uh, masturbating a lot. Uh, I mean, and my wife are getting a divorce. It seems <laughs> to be tied to Epstein. <laughs> uh, she doesn't really like that I uh, hung out with him on several occasions. And, I need uh, more. Continue to deny my uh, involvement with him at all. And uh, after being interviewed on PBS recently, I um, will never be stepping foot onto a camera ever again. <laughs> if any of you guys saw the recent PBS interview, Who's the lady who interviewed him? Because she is a saint. Yeah, protect her at all costs. God bless her. God bless her for just... You know he didn't agree to those questions. Yeah. You know he didn't go on and they told him, we're going to ask you invasive questions about your relationship with Epstein and why you hung out with him so often. And when you deny it, we're going to continue to push you on this. And um, yeah, that's not what happens. They threw that at him, mm-hmm. and he went, oh, fuck. And you can see it on his face as she's asking him. He goes, oh, fuck. Yeah. And he doesn't, he doesn't answer the question. He, doesn't, he does deny it, and, then he, and she continues to push him on it. And he continues to just wave the question off, which is, why did you have so many interactions with Epstein? Mm-hmm. Uh, charities that we put together. We just did a lot of great work with philanthropy, and uh, we we really uh, we tried. Uh, We're really proud of the work we've done over time. And the comment he made afterwards when she said, "We should honestly just play it," but she said, um, "What lessons do you and your colleagues have to learn?" From all of this and he says well he's dead so you got to be careful <laughs> his exact words well he's dead well he died and so there's not much to worry about anymore is there little PBS journalist and you better be careful little miss PBS journalist you got to be careful in situations like these when you're talking to men like me who have so much money that killing you would be like spitting into the fucking air, you know? Yeah. So easy that... Just another transaction. It really would not even bother me, you know? $30,000 to get somebody killed to him is like me losing a penny. Probably less. I would need that penny more than he needs that 30000 Just know that going into what we're talking about right now, the United States is the first one to blame Russia for doing things like killing journalists. But the United States of America kills journalists too. Yeah. And the person, you know, there's presidents... Presidents who have said this openly. Donald Trump was asked about the relationship with Putin. And they asked, why Why would you be hanging out with a guy who kills journalists like this? Like, they asked him this. Oh, why I would that. you... I forgot about that. Why would you be hanging out? And his response was, we kill them too. Yeah. Who do you think we are? We're bigger than them. We kill more than them. Are you, are you insane? Do you think that we got here by being kind? 
Is that what you think? Because you're wrong in assuming that. You're so wrong in assuming that. And it's not just presidents killing these people. You can you can get a lot of money and you can hire hitmen. It's not a fu- it's not yeah. hard. It's so not hard. <clears throat> and they do it you can see how the media over and over again covers them. They just don't have to talk about it. <clears throat> oh, it was a suicide. Oh, it was an accidental death. That's it. On to the other thing. Wag the dog. Bombings in Syria continue. <laughs> <laughs> Bombings in Syria. Carry on. Carry Just on. another um, judge that we didn't... Protests on Wall Street want. continue for the third week in a row. Oh, but Russia and China, they're so bad because they kill um, political opposition and journalists and citizens and they lock them up and, and their secret service is always watching them and they have surveillance everywhere and blah 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 we do the exact same thing we're not any better than those countries we're the exact same we're just another one of the big powers in the world that pretends to be the good guy that pretends to be the all-powerful one they're all just in this big pissing contest i remember seeing that in a mushroom trip and just laughing my ass off looking at these little boys fighting over land and territory and they're they're part of the sandbox yeah just it is quite my funny to think that like when all is said all and is. done their contracts will burn their lives mean nothing and this land will remain right yeah and they will not own it like it, in thousands of years if all of this collapses and gets reborn and we nuke nuke ourselves and a couple people survive and rebuild and few thousand years we have new people living on this earth you know mm-hmm. um no one will remember those fuckers who literally killed their brothers and sisters for the opportunity to rape the earth for its resources yeah so beyond evil bro so beyond evil so mega-minded you fucking, I don't know if that's even a word, but the, the mind of someone like that has gotten lost in gluttony. You know, mm-hmm. you you can never be satisfied in that mindset. Satisfaction, happiness, it's not available to you. You are so far from the simplicity of happiness and you your, your soul will drift, mm-hmm. you know, like, that's my hope is that my riches are not now. Like my riches are eternity. And being cursed with constant existence as horrible things on this earth, which I do tend to believe that you will, your soul, your energy, you know, energy does not get destroyed. It remains, it changes form. Your soul may or may not continue on. And if it does, you better hope you're not one of these gluttonous fucks who's going to turn into a goddamn cockroach. You know? That's what, that's what I wonder about a lot. Is what are these people going to come back as when they die? What does their karma look like? How What do they have to do to balance all of that? If that's your way of viewing the world through like a Buddhist or Hindu karmic mindset 
And if you think in that mindset, sin, like what, what really is bad? So like, what is worth? What sort of force would make you into something else that is so far below what you were as far as like your energy that the things that you put out, you changed the cosmos in a way that was so negative that you got recycled into just a gutter. Yeah. You got put into a place to where the, the dimensions outside of our own saw what your existence meant and said, we don't need those. Mm-hmm. back to the fucking square one with you. And it takes things that really grow and manifest life into the world and advances those things. Like that's what nature does. When a, chi- when a tree is growing, when a, when a fetus is developing from cells, when the sperm is going to attack the egg, mm-hmm. That's what it's fucking doing. That's what survival of the fittest is. It's the most ideal. Mm-hmm. And so when you are, when you are, you start out as the sperm, you are the most ideal. You have, you made it, you made it. That's still your journey throughout made life. It through the squid game. <gasps> oh! What if that's what they are? They're all, they represent sperm getting through, going through. (laughs) Dude, that's. that's No, but then there's the whole concept of debt, too. There's no, nothing analogous to the journey of sperm to debt. Like the lure of debt. Yeah. Maybe the lure is, maybe, oh, but it's in the egg. Shape of an egg. It's in that sphere. Yeah. Did I just guess the ending? <laughs> Spoiler alert if I did. Yikes. Sorry. Well, now I can't wait to finish the show. <sighs> that is a good show. It's a great show. We talked about this in part one. Yeah. But people people are obsessed with this show right now, bro. People are obsessed with this show. Like, it's good. But hold on. Hold on, everyone. This is weird because it's not that good. First of all, it's a great show. Yeah. But hold on. Just like Stranger Things is so good, but it's not that good. Yeah, like take off. Why do you have four t-shirts of Stranger Things in your closet? Yeah. Like if you have a t-shirt of Stranger Things in your closet, first of all, just know that you are lesser. And you're probably on an FBI watch list, you pedophile. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Got a little Drake problem (laughs) going on. So, yeah. Stranger Things. Don't wear the shirts. Second of all, um, this is going to be the new Stranger Things. You guessed it. Yeah. Netflix. They pump out these shows. They overhype it. They shove it in your mouth. And they go, you love that? You like that shit? You know what I've experienced in Squid Games? A lot of anxiety, for one. I can't watch more than like two episodes of that yeah, without just... Much. 
And I'm not like I can watch. That's like Attack on Titan. I enjoy like movies like 300. Like I'm not scared of violence. But they like for 45 minutes of this episode were just cutting into a motherfucker. Yeah, that's the problem with watching a series, is they can span out just bad shit for episodes and episodes. So you've watched like six hours of horrible stuff. Whereas in a a two or three hour movie, like the climax is where all the evil stuff you see. Yeah, things get a little better quicker. Yeah. Unless it's one of those movies that like doesn't have a good ending, but you know, standard movie or show. But good God, like the other night when, when you turned off that because they were just ripping people apart for like God knows how long. God damn, over two episodes. Yeah. Like, we got through one episode with that, and then they do it all again, just putting kidneys in bags and... Just pulling breast... Skin. Chest plates. <laughs> just pulling shit apart. Like, it's custom, nothing. Cutting them up like pigs, like... Folding the skin open, like, okay. You know? I'm not an edge lord. Yeah. I don't need to fucking sit here and watch this stuff. And people are... You know, this is a very odd show, because... People are now, I've talked about this, I believe, on the those podcast the cons, many the times. Yeah, those are the cons. Those are the cons. I still like the show. I've talked about this many times that, like, I believe there are, and this has been talked about many times by different people, um, that there are obviously underground facilities in the United States, China. Like, that's just a fact. Mm-hmm. There's underground military facilities. Mm-hmm. It's just known. But what I propose is that there's not just military facilities. They make massive city-like structures underground to where the people who are born and raised in these cities don't even know that above ground exists. Like, there are, there are massive amounts of uh, documents that can prove that China has already made human-pig hybrids. They talk about these human-pig hybrids being manufactured and possibly used for organs. I think they're also used as slave laborers. Underground slave labor with things that are not human, not pig, but alien. That's what an alien is. It's not of this world. It's created. It was created in a lab. It has no human rights because it's not a human, and they could easily have hundreds of thousands of people underground who have no clue that above ground exists. I'm scared to talk about this stuff. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to know. Ignorance is bliss. I I don't even want to think about what a human pig hybrid looks like. Yikes. But it's easy to do. Humans and pigs have such similar DNA. Oh yeah. They use pigs as uh, if you wanted to get those big balloon titties, you got to get a a um pig skin graft. You know what I'm talking about? Mhm. Yeah, they use. I watch this show med- on medicine all the time on TLC about these extreme people. One of them was this lady that had these gigantic boobs, and she had to get pigskin grafts on her. Yeah. 
The world is dark in every corner. All you can do is raise my eyebrows. All you can do is go in that corner, take a piss, and leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you can do. Get out of here. And then go home, take a shower, and watch some cartoons. Clear your mind. We're not meant to deal with these problems, folks. We're transmitting no. to you live here in Tom and Topher studio. Talking about the issues that need to be talked about. We're plagued, we're plagued by these weird, bizarro things that are happening, happening around the world. And the reason why they plague us so much is because all through your youth, or at least we're probably the last generation that, to experience this, but all through your youth, you are shown this like um, facade, this illustration of what the United States is, what the world is, and how we've overcome all this like hatred and slavery. And then you realize that, oh, that's not true. And on top of all that, this government that's been going around claiming to be the leader of the free world is actually this entity that's engaged in some very evil, dark, sinister stuff. And who God knows what other powers of the world are doing that's similar, but if it's anything like us, uh, yikes, you know. We're told growing up that we are invading these countries because they, these countries have been brainwashed by their leaders. They've brainwashed their civilians to get into a plane and ram it into our buildings. Ah! So what we need to do is we need all of our youth to understand that these people across the seas, they're all brainwashed. And they all believe in things that are not true. Yeah. So we're going to go over there and we're going to set the record straight for 20 plus years. And show them what reality is. What they're really doing is they're making a really big straw. So they can throw it across the street. The sea and drink up their milkshake. Yeah. They're living on top of a resource that they want. Yeah. And they're going to get it. They're going to do what they have to do. They understand human psychology. They understand PR. They understand how to sway civilizations, whole societies, get us to fight so we ignore them. Yeah. They're going to do what they want to do because there's a lot of money to be made off the oil on the ground. And that greed brings manifest to some other evil symptoms. Like all the depravity they're involved in. All these elite people. I know I'm kind of being vague, but I don't really want to go into details about this stuff. I don't really want to turn into, you know, a conspiracy podcast. (laughs) We're so far into that already. (laughs) But, like, no, you're right. Like, we're told. So, we're we're brainwashed into believing that people around the world are brainwashed. And you grow up and you're told this at a young age and you have these things that are so confusing. Why would someone, I'm six years old, I'm about to turn seven in a couple of days. Why would someone throw a plane into our building? Because they hate us. They hate our freedom. Now, this is what really happened. This is the conversation that goes down with a seven-year-old Tommy and his mom when this is happening. Why would they do this? What, it, what, what is happening right now? And she says, they hate <clears throat> us. 
Who hates us? There's people on the other side of the world who hate us because we have freedom here in the United States. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. They're jealous of us. They're jealous of our freedom. Oh my God, we have the best country in the world. (gasps) And I grow up thinking, those goddamn fuckers want to take away my fucking freedom from me? Thomas Drake Layton the (laughs) third? I was born in, in the United States of America for a reason, and it is not to get my liberties taken. I will fight, I will play my Call of Duty, and I will train. And I will go into the military. I will train on Call of Duty. Yes, and I will fight for my freedom. Bro, but when these people, like me, grew up, and were still in this war, and they finally go, hell yeah, it's my chance, time to go overseas and fight for freedom. They realize that these guys aren't any threat to our freedom, are they? And that's why we just left Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. They were never a threat to our freedom. The Taliban was never our enemy. They are now our friends, apparently. In which we are. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. Business deals with the Taliban now. Understand? Because we were just told that these guys were the enemy, and when you see them, you kill them. Yeah, Taliban bad. Just like a Nazi bad. ISIS bad. Just like a Nazi. Yeah. When you go to war with someone, afterwards, their atrocities are brought forward and you go, Right! This is why we fought them, right? We're all in the same boat here. We all fought these guys because they... Th- what did they do? They threw some buildings into... Uh, there was a couple explosions. Yes! 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 Kill them all! But no, that did not happen here, did it? What ended up happening was we dragged out a 20-year war... The companies milked that goddamn country for all it's worth. And then they shot a fucking little spitball back at the Taliban. The, the Taliban unwrinkled this little spitball in their fucking cave. What, is the, what does this note say? You can have it back. What? Come on, boys, let's go. They all get in their fucking trucks. They all haul down to fucking Kabul. And they just get it back, bro. What is this? Because I was told... That these people were taking our freedom for 20 years. And I was told that these were our enemies that you have to go kill. And then the people who did go do that are now very confused as to why they went and killed a bunch of innocent people on accident. Which did happen a lot. Because I am quite certain over a million citizens died in this over the 20 years. I looked it up and I forgot the number but I'm quite certain it's over a million civilians in this whole 20 year that we've been in all of these countries in the Middle East. So now we're left here in 2021, post-pandemic, post-two-decade war, with questions and no answers and a goddamn delinquent as our president. Delinquent. Invalid. This man has... He escaped from fucking... I don't know. Brookside (laughs) Senior Homes. He's outside in the parking lot with his boxers and walker. And 
Everyone's trying to control him and get him to stop getting off, going off script. He's a better Bush, bro. He's a better Bush. Dude, he's he is a he is magnitudes worse than Bush as far as as far as the things that yeah. come out of his mouth. Oh yeah, but he's better for them than Bush was because Bush Bush used to get so much shit for the things he used to say. Yeah, <laughs> but in the last what eight months that this guy has been on the news as president, he has made so many gaffes, bro. One said time, so many bizarre things. Yes. And, and they, it's wild that Bush, there's literally Bush's, Bush's in a, in like rap songs. They would sample his mistakes. Oh yeah. They would sample him going, what song is that? remember that, that famous speech where he's like, you fool me once, shame on you. Hey, you, you fool me twice. Up. And he like fucks up. You right? fool me once, you can't fool me again. You can't fool me again. And he kind of <laughs> like, he tries to save himself, but he fucks himself. That's the thing. That's the same as Biden going, uh. Biden All is so men much are worse. Equal. You know the thing. Yeah. You know? Or or when he says why white kids are the same as poor kids. Or or um, white kids are the same as poor kids. No, he said something different. It was something like black kids are just as smart as something. Poor kids are just as smart as white kids. That was, was that what it was? It's literally like something almost exact to that. Like, it's that bad. Yeah, just dumb. It is that bad. It is like, he has something. He, he's fucking old, bro. He lived through Jim Crow. And also, he's had like brain surgery. He's ha- he had an aneurysm um, like early in his career as a politician. <sighs> He's got some brain damage. Some issues are rising to the surface. Him and all his clones. <laughs> I feel like I just ranted for an hour. You did. You got you got a lot out. You've had a lot of anxiety lately over the things going on. Oh yeah. It's not run. it's no fuck around shit like if you see me out in, at work, if you see me out in public, like, I'm not out there just talking about any of this shit. It's so bad now that when you go out, you're just observing. You're going, okay, what is going to fuck me up today? You know? What on the news, what am, what am I going to hear at work today that just changes my whole perspective of the world? Because yeah. that's what's going on every single day. And I'm just going, I'm just looking around, hoping that there's allies out there who see the world similarly. Because there's no way that people are this wrapped up into politics to where that, what they're portraying on the media is actually happening. I don't believe that. I don't believe that people are just blindly getting this vaccine now. And not questioning yeah. anything that's going on. Right. I feel like everyone's kind of just like, oh, oh. Even the people who are vaccinated are like, okay, guys, so let's hang out again. Because so, so far, anything they say is going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. So let's just get back to going. Like, let's go to our concerts. Let's go to our shit. Let's do our venues. Let's, you know, they'll check your COVID test. They'll check your vaccine card mm-hmm. now in like places like New York and LA. Uh, 
And I think they do the venues here, probably. Yeah. Larger venues here. They do at um, the Golden One Center. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know. Hopefully that's hopefully that's the vibe. Hopefully Americans are in a place right now to where no matter what happens, they realize that the sources we've been looking to for answers are untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Your your pharmaceutical companies have not done anything that deserves your trust. They've actually lied a lot to you and to the world in order to continue to make profits. The government systems of this world, just go to the DMV, see how it works. See how good your fucking government system is. I dare you to go spend a day in jury duty. That's always what people use as an example of, you want the government to run this? Go to the DMV. That's just (laughs) like, it goes to show, everyone fucking hates the DMV. That's the one time anybody has to, has to interact with the government. Mm-hmm. So, like, you go about your day living your life just fine. What's the worst thing that could ever fucking happen to you throughout your day? I have to either get jury duty, right? Terrible government system in which it takes you away from your job. Yes. Yeah, so pays you half of what you earn. Extremely inconvenient. There's, like, no notice. Yeah. Like, when someone gets jury duty at work, you're like, um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come to work tomorrow. Like, put me on the schedule, but I'll find out tonight. It's like... So you have a group of un... I need... (laughs) That's the worst. I have the right to be in a jury of my peers. Okay. Do the peers have to be people who actually want to fucking be there? Or are they people who literally are trying to get out of here as quick as possible because they're getting paid half of their yearly salary being there? Yeah, I remember being there all fucking day long for two days and being paid 16 bucks. <laughs> yeah, so the people who are there want you to go to jail. They don't care. Go to jail, don't go to jail. We're going to decide on something. If two people do the opposite, we're all going to shit on them until they vote that you're guilty. That's our system. When you go to the DMV... We're going to have Margaret and Nathaniel at the only desks. We're going to have 16 unused computers. No one's going to be there to help you, right? So we're going to have these two people. They hate their life. They hate their job. And they're there to help you along this process in which you have hundreds of people wanting to do the same thing. This is how the government works. This is how it's always worked. This is how it's going to work, and it's only going to get worse from here. So you lining up, you you doing this, uh, you doing this new process, which is come down to the, come on, come get your vaccine. You know, we have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. We're the government. We know what we're doing. You know, come do, come on yeah. down. You'll get it. You you'll be just fine. It's not a process in which I'm super trustworthy. Let's just say, can we, is that fair to not be super hyped on the processes? Yeah, why are people throwing their trust in a government that used to experiment on its own people? Still not, does. Not in multiple programs, not just in MKUltra. What was the test? I forget the name, but it has the word Tuskegee in it. Those yeah, experiments. the Tuskegee experiments. Yeah, that is terrible. 
CIA getting caught bringing crack cocaine into neighborhoods, the black neighborhoods. And that's the thing is, you really trust go, the government that, that them do, No, it's them now. That They're they did that. Still doing that stuff. I wasn't alive then. Who went to jail for doing that? Nobody. It's like, oh, sorry. Oh my Oopsies. God. Where did? Oh, we just kind of, you know. Oopsies. That's the thing. They have the little. Big, oopsies. They have the little congressional, the congressional testimony, the hearings and blah blah yeah. blah, and the grilling and. So seven. why did you do this, sir? The uh, American people S- Senator, deserve answers. Uh, Senator, I uh, I don't understand the question. I don't understand the question. Oh, double talk. Yeah, like that's what it is. We saw it with Zuckerberg. We see it with anybody. It's just, it's just for the American people to go. Oh, they're gonna get him. They're get gonna him, get yeah. him. They're on. Flip. See, they're on TV. They're doing it. They're gonna get him. But Zuckerberg goes home. He jerks off to what he jerks off to. He, you know, eats his little laser meal, whatever robots. Eat. Laser meal. <laughs> he goes on about his day. He's not in trouble. <laughs> He's not in trouble. Just it's like a retina scan. It's just like laser <laughs> right into his pupils. You, just you see, see his battery going. 100%. Adios, <laughs> <laughs> turd nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> he just comes out of a steam vat. <laughs> his wife is just powered down. <laughs> so is the, her. <laughs> Never mind. Stop. Oh. <sighs> Alrighty, alright. Reel it in, reel it in. This yeah. is just the distractions of this world, you know? Can't be all distracted by these big, scary things that are going on right now. If you want to go down that timeline, go ahead and continue thinking those thoughts. But if you want a timeline that's beautiful and lovely, then know that to be your future. That's all I got to say. Is it 941? It's been 9.41 for a while. No, it's 10.50. Okay, good. It's like, damn, it's early. We got some time. Uh, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. All right, guys. You know, I'm out of energy. I've rambled. I'm over-caffeinated. I'm jittery. Well, that's I'm stimulated. My turn. I'm and starting to my turn sweat to out of my arms. Now it's my turn. Go. No, I'm just kidding. I'm ready to, <laughs> ready to get more coffee. Ready to wrap things up here? Ready to rock, ready to roll. This is a good part two. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, y'all. If you've made it here, we love you. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Tom and Tover. Tom and Tover. At Tom and Tover. Um, Yeah, new stuff coming. Be prepared. Thank you for bearing with us. We love you. Video. You know, we're just a couple guys trying to figure it all out. Love you. God bless you. Angels watch over you. Good night.